Welcome, everyone. This is Come Follow Me, A Disciple's Journey. This week's Come Follow Me study is sections 85, 86, and 87 of the Doctrine and Covenants. So as usual, we'll start with an overview of these uh, sections uh, to kind of get us some historical context and background. So uh, we're going to be getting to the end of 1832 in these sections. Um, there, the, the next uh, section that we'll study in next week uh, is section 88, super long, by the way, but it's also in, in um, 1832. But where, we're, where we are here in sections 85, 86, and 87 is November and December of 1832. Now, recall uh, back in section 84, there was a conference of the church, uh, elders who had, and missionaries who had gone to the eastern states and, and elsewhere had uh, started to return, and they were reporting on their their work and their missions. And section 84 was received in talking about the, the priesthood and the power of the priesthood and oath and covenant of the priesthood. One note I wanted to make in leading into section 85 uh, um, relates to section 84. Um, as they were you know, returning and reporting about their mission, uh, it's interesting to note that that's when this oath and covenant of the priesthood was uh, revealed um, to Joseph Smith and that this discussion on the priesthood and the power of priesthood as given in section 84 um, is given. Uh, that's the purpose of missionary work. The purpose of missionary work is to gather people into the temples and why are temples important? Because that's where the power of the priesthood can be obtained. The, the oath and covenant talked about obtaining the priesthood. Well, we obtain the priesthood and the power of the priesthood and make the, um, those covenants through priesthood ordinances in the temple. And that's the purpose of the, 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 what those missionaries were doing now and, and spreading the gospel. That was the point. And so moving into section 85 and 86 and 87, the work uh, continues. So section 85 is actually a, uh, a, at least a portion of a letter from Joseph Smith written to uh, William W. Phelps. And then section 86 uh, deals with the, the parable of the wheat and the tares, uh, which we can read about and you can read about in Matthew 13. Uh, and section 87 is a, a prophecy from the from uh, the prophet Joseph Smith, and it deals with the seemingly the American Civil War, but there is there is more to this revelation than meets the eye. Come follow me. Manual this week points out that this revelation, section 87, was given uh, on Christmas Day of uh, 1832. And so think about like the mind, the state of mind you're normally in on Christmas. You know, you're thinking about family and about Christ and about peace on earth and goodwill towards men. And the revelation that Joseph Smith received was the opposite. It was about war and calamity and destruction and suffering, uh, starting with uh, South Carolina and the United States. But as as we'll talk about in in the section or the episode dedicated to that section. There's more to it than that. But the point that I really like to Come Follow Me makes is that prophecy, as given by a prophet, is less about, hey, look how cool that is that the prophet called, hey, they called that one. And it's more about 
how we should act when the prophecy is fulfilled. It's more about being prepared for the prophecy to be fulfilled. And many times it's about changing behavior so that the prophecy is not fulfilled. Uh, we read in the Book of Mormon, Abinadi coming to uh, King Noah and his people and prophesying that there would be uh, there would be uh, a great suffering and destruction, basically, that they would be chastised and punished if they didn't repent. Well, turns out they didn't. And the second time that Abinadi comes, he prophesies that there will be destruction and death. And then there is. That prophecy, both of those prophecies, would have gone unfulfilled. Think of the um, prophet Jonah in the Old Testament. He's commanded to go to Nineveh and prophesy of their destruction unless they repent. But then they do repent. He's disappointed because his prophecy doesn't is not fulfilled. But the prophecy wasn't about, hey, look, I predicted the future. It was about changing behavior. It was about turning people back to the to the Lord. Uh, and that's really what the role of a prophet is. It's not, and, and that's the role that a seership, seeing things that we can't see and prophesying things, that's the role that that plays. And so as we discuss section 87 uh, in a later episode, and we talk about, it is pretty cool. There's some really cool and interesting historical nuggets that we can pull out and be like, look at that, look, and that that was fulfilled. But that's not the point. The point is what led to it and what should we learn from it and how should we behave when prophecies are fulfilled. And the culminating, uh, I guess, emphasis of Section 87 is not this prophecy of destruction and death, but it is to invite us to stand in holy places. And, the, and what are those holy places, and and how do we do that? But in so doing, in standing in holy places, we are protected spiritually and oftentimes physically and temporally from the destruction of the adversary. But it's only by standing in those holy places. And that, that to me, is the, the, the culminating point of Section 87. Um, and it's what, you know, section 86 is about the wheat and the tares and uh, the gathering of the wicked in the last days. And we, newsflash, we live in the last days. So this prophecy and this parable that Christ gave and that Joseph Smith then uh, asks for more of an understanding of, what is it about? It's about being prepared in the last days. It's about standing in holy places. It's about coming uh, unto Jesus Christ because that's where safety and protection is. Thanks for listening. I hope you join me in the next episode as we dive into section 85 of the Doctrine and Covenants.